Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How have you been growing? I have been in a little bit of a funk, which is such a bummer. Mm-hmm. And fall funk. does this happen to you every fall? I don't know. I don't know. I probably need to pay closer attention, but it's such a bummer for it to happen in the fall because I love fall. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I don't feel like my best self. And mm-hmm. so I guess I'm growing by just like, I've been doing a lot of overthinking. So I'm kind of trying to pull back on that and like quiet time like not over listening to podcasts not like too much um nonfiction reading like all of those things that kind of encourage me to do more thinking I'm trying to pull back on those things so okay well at least you have a strategy for how to loosen it up do you feel like there are certain areas that you're doing the overthinking or is it just across the board overthinking no I feel like it's I feel like it's honestly kind of like personal growth, like not being where I want to be, even though (laughs) I know that it's stupid because I know that we've had a hard year and like Mm -hmm. it's okay that I'm not getting done as much as I want and like all of those things are true and it's still hard for me to turn my brain off. So yeah, Mm, that's fair. I actually feel similarly that I've been a little bit of a funk and part of it I feel like is the school year starting back and it's always on fire at the beginning of the year with, you know, transitioning back is hard for adults and it's hard for kids. And, but I've, I've been in this mood the last couple of weeks where I have felt like I don't do the things that make me feel good. And like, I don't do the things that get me to like goals that I have for myself or like ways Mm. that I want to be living. And I'm like, why am I not doing that? Because I know it makes me feel better. And yet here I am doing the opposite. So. But also sometimes it's, it's helpful. I don't know that maybe this won't help help you, but sometimes for me, it's helpful to be like, you know what, I'm just going to be a trash human for a week and like not (laughs) be mad at myself about it. That's the important part. Cause it's like when I'm not doing those things that I want to be doing or would Mm -hmm. help me achieve my goals or whatever it, it's not a big deal except for the fact that I'm beating myself up. Like that's the problem for me. And so just being like, I'm just going to do this and not care. And that, Mm -hmm. that helps me get out of it. Mm -hmm. I actually just read a quote the other night that it said it was an old proverb, which this sounds like kind of harsh for a proverb to me, but maybe it is, but it said, let go or be dragged. Yeah. And I was like, wow. That really hit me a little bit. So I've been trying to remember that the last couple of days. But does that sound zen to you? Because it does not sound zen to me. It doesn't, but it sounds true. Like, (laughs) it's pretty accurate. It's like, wow, it's like a proverb that slaps you across the face. Like, I guess it's working. Yeah. I just think a lot of people, and myself included, I feel like I've done some of this in the last few weeks, is like, I feel like I'm not holding up my end of the deal with myself and I'm Mm -hmm. then I'm trying to like force myself into fixing it. And the forcing is like not helpful. Yeah. That's really fair. I started talking yesterday about trying to make an FGO for myself because I'm definitely a challenge girly. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, maybe that would help me like get back into more of a routine of like taking care of myself in the way that makes me actually feel good. Yeah. So we'll see. A chance for growth, like always. I'm excited to hear how it goes. Thank you.
Well, I'm excited for this episode, and it was really difficult for me to not start this off by saying, welcome to a new spooky episode <laughs> of like, <laughs> but that sounded really cheesy, but I'm bringing it up now because I did want to do it. <laughs> I mean, that would have been great. I would have enjoyed it. I feel like most people would. Well, they can enjoy it five minutes in. Okay. Do you have a spooky experience that you can share with us from either childhood or adulthood or both? Yes, mine is not as good as yours, but we'll see. I don't know. Should you go first? I we both have experience with ghosts. Mine, we have we think we have a ghost in our house. Wait, really? Yeah, I feel like I've told you this before. Okay, maybe you did, but I oh, that sounds kind of right, but I'm forgetting the details. Okay, well, ghosts don't really scare me that much. I think it's been a while, but I think at some point I read that like ghosts have less power than you think they do because you have a corporeal form and they don't. So like you on the physical plane, you have more control, like more power. Okay. I get you. So I think reading that, maybe that's not even true, but it makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) But we have had since we moved to this house, which this is not the first ghost I've lived with either. So that's that. But when we moved into this house, there were, there are just a few things that would happen. Like our nest, if you have a nest, you know, it like, lights up and like makes the noise when you turn it and sometimes that would happen the I don't think the temperature ever adjust adjusted but like the light would definitely come on in the hallway you could like see it from our bedroom come on um and then Seb's xbox is actually on the other side of the wall from the nest and sometimes it would turn on like randomly nobody would be in the room and then we have really creaky stairs Seb is very afraid of ghosts okay yeah and this ghost walks up and down the stairs so sometimes we will hear like creaky stairs Mm -hmm. and he'll be like oh this is so scary and i'm like it's fine it's not gonna hurt you (laughs) yeah i have the sense that it doesn't really care about anything but yeah who knows it is really it's it's kind of scary to hear it in the middle of the night it's happened to me before i would like if i was awake with the baby I would hear, you know, the creaking on the stairs and not know like the cat's in the bed. So it's not the cat, you know, like right. those kinds of things. You always do the like logical checks first. Mm-hmm. Seb thinks that the baby gate at the top of the stairs, if it's closed, makes him not come up and down the stairs. So there's that. Okay. But yeah, pretty Maybe tame so. for a ghost story, you know. What about the other ghosts that you've lived with? What house was that in? That was in college. We were in a townhouse with three stories and I had a male roommate who lived on the third floor and then a female roommate who lived on the second floor with me. And we would all often, all the time, think that he was home and then like text him or call up the stairs to him and he would not be there. It happened to him one time. He thought one of us was in the laundry room and nobody was there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was again, just like noises. Like it sounded like somebody was in the house and they weren't. That I think scary. he I think he actually also had some issues with like the lights coming on and off, but I can't okay. fully remember that. But I, I think so. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love ghost stories. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Did you ever <laughs> have anything weird as a child? Not even necessarily ghosts, but just like any weird experiences? I don't think so. Not that I remember. What about you? I don't have any experiences maybe as a kid that I can think of. Like I can think of other people's ghost stories of things that they like shared when they were children. So I feel like it's definitely rampant. And I do feel like children see ghosts more than adults because their minds are like more open to like all kinds of possibilities. Mm -hmm. 
but I saw my first ghost maybe, what, like a few months ago or something like that? Yeah, it's not been too long. When did you move into this place? It's been a little over a year, but I actually think it was around the anniversary of us living here for a year, actually. It was the summer in July when I first saw it. And the house that we live in is super old. I want to say it was built in like 1898 or something like that. And I was asleep and I woke up in the middle of the night and I was just turning over and I just looked out in the hallway where our door is and it looked like a man and then it like morphed into a child, like a boy, and it floated like right up to Taylor's where his like feet were. And terrifying. Just like stood there. I was so scared. I was immediately scared when I saw it. It looked like a a man to me sitting in the door. So I was like, oh, cool. Mm -hmm. We're about to be murdered. And so I started like trying to shake Taylor and then it morphs into the boy. And then I'm like, okay, this is just a ghost, which I'm still terrified, but I just turned my head down and like, I was like, it's okay. It's not going to hurt you. Just keep your eyes closed. If you don't don't see it, then it will go away. (laughs) Is it there if you don't look? And then Taylor like kind of half woke up and he didn't remember this the next day. And he was like, huh? And I was like, nothing. I'm just scared, but it's okay. You didn't want to tell him? (laughs) I didn't want to tell him in the moment, Um, but I told him the next day. And then maybe just a two weeks later or three weeks later or something, it was pretty close. I had gotten up in the middle of the night and gone to the bathroom and I don't like close the door when I'm going to the bathroom in the middle of the night because it's just me up. And I was peeing and I saw feet like walking down the hallway and above the feet was just like this like static looking and it looked like it was like about to walk in the guest room, but then it like turned its feet towards me. And then I turned the light on in the bathroom. And actually, I haven't seen it since. I don't think they were the same ghost. I feel like mm. they were different ghosts. Yeah. Um, and I didn't feel any type of like scary energy. Like I felt scared, but I didn't feel like they were like making me feel yeah. scared. But it wasn't like they were a negative presence. You were yes. just scared that they were there. Yes. And Bracy, actually, when I told her the story when it happened, I was like, she gave me the suggestion of asking them not to visit me at night because it mm. scares me. And I have, mm-hmm. and I did, and I haven't seen them since. But oh, also the other weird thing that happened was when I was telling our friend Brittany, we were like chatting on the phone and I was telling her about this. When I was telling her the story, all the lights in our apartment flashed. Like while I was being like talking <laughs> smack about the ghost visiting and scaring me, like the lights flash and that never happens. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, that's just more confirmation that they are here and they are listening to me, but they have respected my your boundaries request. Yeah, to yeah. Please don't visit me in the middle of the night when it's really dark and I'm terrified. Yeah, we did the same thing with the baby's room. I was like, you know, you can stay here, but like, yeah. don't go in her room. We don't want to scare her. And I, I mean, she's never woken up like freaking, freaking out. So yeah. hopefully it's fine. Oh my gosh. But I kind of hope when she's like three and can like talk pretty well she like says something weird about somebody being in her room (laughs) honestly I have paid close attention because you know they say that like dogs and Mm -hmm. babies can like see and like will sometimes like point or like look at right empty space where there's nobody I'm I've been trying to pay attention I haven't noticed anything yet okay we'll see we'll see we'll see (laughs) yours is way scarier than mine it was scary also it's just fun to think about 
Delaney and like what she's even going to be interested in. Like things I know. that she might say in a few years. It's fun to think about that. Well, it's also interesting. Like, I mean, honestly, if she's not spiritual like we are, that's not I'm like no skin off my back. But yeah. I will say based on her, her human design incarnation cross, which is like sort of like your life theme. Okay. Um, supposedly. It's like one of those things that at the end of your life, you're supposed to be able to look back and be like, oh, that this makes sense. Like this is a good summary of my life. Okay. Hers is like very strongly, basically, I'm a psychic. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. We'll have to see if yeah. she's also got some psychic abilities. Yeah. She might be a spooky girl. We'll I hope see. so. That's I have fun. dreams sometimes that come true or like something similar happens in real life. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I had a dream that I was going to get engaged and then it was like not even a few days later. I told Brittany about it and then a few days later he proposed. And I was still very surprised, which I don't yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> you tried to get out of like going to your own proposal, not that you knew that that's what was happening. Well, although it sounds like maybe you did on a subconscious level. You know I mean, I coming. guess, but I still was on a conscious level was n- yeah, not expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's really fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you have a really memorable Halloween experience or a memorable costume? Growing up, I would say I don't I, I don't even know if I remember this, but I remember the pictures and I remember liking the costume. Mm-hmm. I was Dorothy and my brother was the scarecrow. We were cute. Um, but the little red cute. shoes, that was fun. I'm so honestly surprised you don't have some shoes that are like that to this day. <laughs> probably pull it off my wedding shoes were red definitely pull it off but and i was zoro in college that was that was really fun like mm-hmm. a mustache and a sword that was That's pretty interesting but yeah nothing like crazy i didn't love halloween i still don't love halloween halloween's not my favorite holiday yeah but we started i think it was in 2020 because it was when covid was big because we were having to do we were hosting things outside specifically because of covid we started an outdoor movie that we now do every Halloween. And like that is for sure my favorite like Halloween memory yes. of all time. Yeah. yeah. So do you have a favorite time of like the movies that y'all watched that you like loved them? Halloween movies? Mm-hmm. I mean, I love kids movies. So I feel like all of the yeah. Halloween kids movies are my favorite. Um, yeah. I didn't watch Hocus Pocus until I was older, but now I really love it. Uh, Halloween Town is one of my favorites. This year, we're going to be doing a double feature of the old Haunted Mansion and the new Haunted Mansion. It's going to be excellent. What about you? Do you have any favorite costumes or movies? Well, similar to you, I love the kids' Halloween movies because I do really enjoy Halloween, but I don't enjoy being scared. So I Mm. never watch like any horror movies, but I on DVD have like Casper Meets Wendy. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love Casper Meets Wendy. We watched the regular Casper the other night, and I was like, yeah. Casper Meets Wendy is better than this. <laughs> it's so good. It's like horrible, actually, but it's so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, if you want to borrow it, I have it on DVD. Oh my um, gosh. These are like the only DVDs that I kept when I finally got rid of DVDs. I was like, oh, that's I funny. Can't get rid of my Halloween ones. And then I have Casper, I have Hocus Pocus. I have Tower of Terror. Do you remember that one? Oh, I never watched that, I don't think. Oh, you should watch that one. It's actually a really good story. Oh, okay. Because it kind of has a mystery element to it, and it's interesting. All right. Seb just watched Adam's Family for the first time last year. He loved it. 
very Wednesday of him. We I know. are wanting to rewatch Wednesday. We are going to also do that. It was so good. So good. And I feel like season two is going to be delayed, obviously, because of the writer strike mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, yeah. Also, Sabrina, the new Sabrina is good. It's like a little bit horror-y, but like definitely yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I loved Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That was like a huge Friday night ritual with that and Boy Meets World. Yeah, I watched a lot of both of those shows, too. Mm-hmm. Was that TGIF? That's what they called it, yeah. I don't know. I never watched them. I wasn't a big, growing up, I wasn't a big, like, this show is at this time, so I'm going to sit okay. down in front of the TV. Gotcha. I watched a lot of reruns. Okay. Yeah. I think it was called TGIF, and it was Boy Meets World and Sabrina. Nice. And probably lots of other things, but I would say memorable Halloween costume. The one I remember from my childhood that I loved so much was Pippi Longstocking, because it was definitely like a homemade costume, and my mom put a hanger in my hair. To wow! Make my braids and my little pigtails like go out straight sideways, and I we definitely have a picture of it somewhere. And I just remember thinking that one was really cool. That is cool. And then when I was in college, because I didn't want to be cold, I made like cardboard box costumes and so one year I was a Rubik's Cube but like a full-on like made a cardboard box that I wore Rubik's Cube and then the next year I was a missing face on a milk carton oh made a giant cardboard milk carton and had a friend who was a good artist and she drew like the cow and drew all this stuff on it and then it said missing last seen wearing a giant milk carton wow and that one was also very fun. That is cute. What What was your laziest Halloween costume? I was really lazy. Mm. I'm actually I'm always really lazy about Halloween costumes. Halloween is like not where I want to put my energy most of the time. Yeah, I would say my laziest costume was maybe a couple of years ago when I went as what was that show about the chess player? Oh, uh, Queen's Gambit. Yes, I went as the Queen's Gambit girl. Oh, that's and fun. It just required me to order a dress. And that's like yeah. all I did. And I like wore my hair kind of how she wore it. But it was like, it wasn't that great. What was your laziest one? Um, it's probably a toss up between when I was Alice in Wonderland because I already had a blue dress and I just wore like black flats. Okay. And then I was also Charlie Brown one year. And that was just like a oversized yellow shirt with duct tape on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really cute though. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. How does Seb feel about Halloween? He theoretically really likes it. He talks about it being one of his favorite holidays, but then he never dresses up. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe he just likes yeah. all the other aspects. Well, we know he likes. Yeah, candy, maybe. So. I mean, he loves candy. His mom yeah. just brought him the Costco size Reese's tub. It's like a, it's huge. It's bigger than the Home Depot buckets. <gasps> what? Yeah. Are they <laughs> of the regular, like the little mini size, or is it like the no? They're I think size? is it the pumpkins? What is it? I I can't remember I if it's pumpkins or the classic Reese's, but it's like a solid size Reese's. It's not the little okay. ones. Okay. The pumpkins are the best. They are. They're so good. We have some of those too. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Don't stress. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we might yeah. need you to upload a picture. When we post about this one of the size of this. Part. I'll have to post Delaney for size because she likes to drum on oh the top gosh. of it. Yes, please do that. That would be precious. Yeah. Okay. Well, you already mentioned the Halloween tradition of you've been doing really most of the time a double feature, right? Yes. We 
I can't remember what we did the first year. One of the years we did a kids movie and then a scary movie, which we live in the woods. And I don't mm-hmm. think that was like a fun experience for a lot of yeah. people who don't like, like scary movies, which it's funny because Seb doesn't like scary movies, but he was the one that was like, we have to watch this. We have to watch this. And it was literally a scary movie about like a bunch of people in the woods with like something trying to get them. And I was like, this is maybe not our best choice. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, so I feel like everybody was a little jumpy after that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about scary movies? Not a fan. I can't. I enjoy like thrillers or like a high suspense, but I can't do horror. I could do okay. Scream though. I could do maybe like some older scary movies, but horror where it's like, like The Exorcist, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Yeah, we watched Scream last year. I actually liked it more than I thought I would. I haven't seen a lot of, I haven't seen a lot of movies in general, but I definitely haven't seen a lot of the like classic horror mm-hmm. films. I like scary movies fine. It's not like something I seek out. And since Seb doesn't like them, we don't watch a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know. I like wish I enjoyed them more, but I like the Scream franchise is the only one that I feel like I can get behind. Even though when I first saw Scream for the first time, it's like a really memorable experience for me was I caught the last like 20 minutes of it on TV and I'd always been intrigued by it. And so I watched Mm -hmm. it. And so I watching the whole thing, I was like, I already know what happens. But the idea of being chased scares (laughs) the bejesus out of me. And like that, it just like plays on like that intense fear of being chased by somebody. That was really funny. But it's... I... You know the whole thing about the Roman Empire? Oh my gosh, yes, of course. I saw somebody post that, like, the, like, women's version of the Roman Empire is murder. Like, that's... It's murder. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's accurate. Whether it's, like, you getting murdered or, like, other people getting murdered and, like, finding this interesting and, like, just thinking about it. Yeah. I was like, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Those have, those have all been really funny. They have, but I will watch all the shark movies. Which for some people, those are very scary. Maybe not. Maybe just like Jaws. Jaws, I think when it came out, was terrifying to people. I feel like shark movies are more likely to happen than most scary movies. Oh yeah, probably not. Maybe not to the extent that they happen in the shark movies, where it's like this one shark that like is out to get. <laughs> Yeah, well, see, I'm the annoying person that most people like don't like to watch movies and thing. I don't think because I'm thinking logically about everything in the movie. So like all of the things in the horror movies that don't make sense, I'm like pointing them out as we go along. And I know that's like not fun for us. I actually think that would be that would be perfect for me. I actually think I could watch a scary movie with you then if you would point it out along the way of like how this was silly or that didn't make sense. My friend Betsy loves scary movies. And when I would ever watch any with her, she would be like laughing the whole time. And I'm over here like terrified, but it helped me a little bit. So I was like, Oh, she thinks this is stupid. Okay. It's not scary. (laughs) Right. I'm like trying to talk myself into it. Yeah. I'm going to people please my way into not being afraid. (laughs) I gotta be, I gotta be cool. (laughs) I'm just cool. I'm cool, guys. I'm really cool. 
Yeah. Um, well, I don't just do that on scary movies. So I think it's really okay. annoying for like people when we're watching movies they like or like something that's new. I'm like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Or like we actually I can't remember what it was, but we were watching Star Wars the other night and we found okay. a big plot hole. I was like this literally this like unravels the whole plot. I was like, mm-hmm. well, that's it's not it. Okay, well, maybe next time there's a scary movie that I'm interested in watching, we can figure out a time to, like, Netflix party it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anybody to watch scary movies with, so I'm down. (laughs) And you can be like, yeah, okay, this doesn't make sense. They're probably going to jump out right now, so just be ready for it. What was the one that we watched or that came out, I think, when we were in high school that was, like, they kept calling the house? Do you know what I'm talking about? When a stranger calls. When a stranger calls. Have I seen that? That one I found a little bit scary. I think if it's like somebody trying to get in your house, that's like somewhat scary to me. Okay. I think I actually did watch that one. I do think there are parts of that that I was like, this is just so bad that it's silly. Okay. I, I will also laugh sometimes because I think they're silly. It was originally a film... That came out in 1979. So that could be a contender for a double feature for oh, you in the future. Yeah, but I don't think we would ever do a scary double feature. That's fair. We'd have to watch so maybe both you of watch them in advance and see one. which one's maybe better. You watch Casper Meets Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice follow <laughs> Something fun. Do you like <laughs> Halloween Town? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. We also, the other day, I was a big Disney Channel girl. So, like, I saw all the Disney Channel films mm-hmm. and we watched Phantom of the Megaplex the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, 100%. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. It is just exactly what you would think it is because yeah, it's a Disney it's Channel movie. So, like, so not silly. high quality, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I actually feel like I watched that not too long ago, like a few years ago. I was like, I should give this another shot. It's been a minute. You know that Halloween Town was filmed like 35 minutes from Portland. Really? That's yeah, they fun. Have a Halloween Town Festival in, from the middle of September through Halloween every year. Oh my gosh. I would totally go to the that. Light was also filmed there, parts of did, it. I and did know that. Yeah. So they there's a lot of overlap of filming locations for Halloween Town and Twilight. And yeah, I went last year. Did you love it? I mean, I feel like love is too strong, but it was fun to see. Is it Crom Cromwell? What's his name? Cromwell. Cromwell. It was fun to see like the giant pumpkin and where Cromwell is in the in the building and like all that stuff. That was pretty cute. I feel like that movie was what made me realize that Debbie Reynolds is Carrie mm-hmm. Fisher's mother. I was like, oh, I didn't know this until I definitely also learned that from Halloween Town. Like years later, definitely not. Yeah, when yeah. It was a like child, but an adult like, oh. for sure. Okay. Yeah. It's just a fun fact. Also, one more one more quick Halloween ish movie. Do you remember the movie where there were twins and it was like everybody on the planet had a twin and they would put their hands together when they met and a purple light would go off and they would like go up into the sky no i have no idea what that is (laughs) that sounds weird they made a remake of it i would say in the last 10 or 15 years Hmm. escape to witch mountain huh no i don't remember that it came out in 1995 and they had psychic powers i honestly should rewatch it but i 
was obsessed with it when I was little. I think I was probably like five or six when I watched it. And I remember then believing that I had a twin <laughs> somewhere and I was going to find them. And we we're going to put our hands together and go up in the oh sky. And I remember like asked, like having That's a conversation hilarious. with my dad about it. <laughs> and he was like, what? that is so funny. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that, yes. Wow. Kids are so impressionable. I know. We just did you watch the remake? Most fun things. I actually don't think I ever watched the remake. I should watch it, but I really should just like watch the original again because I don't even remember it having to do with them being psychic. But yeah, you should totally rewatch it. That was Mm -hmm. that formative for you. (laughs) Nineteen ninety-five. Yeah, I gotta find it somewhere. I was actually thinking about how they should make more like horror-ish things that are shows instead of movies because i feel like i'm more likely to watch it if it's the show than a movie like wednesday yeah like wednesday cough cough all right what would you say the scariest movie that you've seen is i would honestly say maybe scream just because it really instilled the fear of being chased in me like really hardcore but Mm -hmm. i also really enjoy that movie like i think it's good there was some other movie that really wasn't I mean it was scary but it was a lot about like abuse and I can't think of what it was called I watched it in college and that Hmm. was like pretty scary to me but like in a different way yeah what about you the only one that I'm thinking of at the moment and it's because we watched it so often in high school is Penny Dreadful have you seen that I have not is that clown related like is that no it's um it's people driving in a car like in the woods. They break uh-huh. down and like oh, end gosh. up getting, you know, somebody comes along. Sure. <laughs> Someone you know, one of my friends, Caitlin, was like really terrified of that mm-hmm. movie, but we watched it all the time. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it was pretty scary. It was like jump scare, which I, is the part that I don't do well with because I will definitely okay. jump. I wonder what the science behind that is. Like, why do you go back to things that you're scared of? I mean, I feel like that is a bigger question. Like, why do we do anything that's not good for us? You know, like, why are we addicted to things that are bad? If anybody has a really Um, straightforward answer for us, please email us at like our podcast at gmail.com. Honestly, for the the horror movie thing, I think it like gets a like – very strong response and we're mm-hmm. like kind of interested in that response yeah and maybe you desensitize a little bit over time yeah i don't know we're like basically putting our bodies in fight or flight on purpose it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like we should be doing that right that seems bad for your body yeah hmm. <laughs> okay well to switch gears a tiny bit still talking about spooky things but what emotion are you most scared of what emotion am i most scared of i mean i think it's probably a toss-up between embarrassment and regret is regret an emotion i don't know but i think so yeah i like don't like the idea of looking back on my life and like regretting mm. the major things mm-hmm but also, I just hate being embarrassed. I hate it with every fiber of my being. It's horrible. What? When is the last time you were embarrassed? Honestly, I think it was probably at Leslie's Bachelorette, the uh, tarot reader 
corrected me on something in astrology that I know, but like just had in my brain incorrectly. And Mm -hmm. I was like pretty embarrassed. It was like a physical reaction, not less Mm. than like, because like logically I'm like, no big deal. I made a mistake. But like physically I was like definitely feeling embarrassed. What happens in your body when you're embarrassed? I think I just get like kind of hot and just like maybe a little stomach achy. It was, uh, it was very unpleasant. Yeah, that doesn't. But I was like, this is crazy because I know, like, logically, I know it's not a big deal if you make a mistake. But it was, Mm -hmm. it was something I actually talked about it with my therapist person because I was like, this is an outsized reaction for like something that's not a big Mm -hmm. deal. Mm -hmm. What is the emotion that you're most scared of? Hmm. I mean, I feel like both of your answers are really good. And I was just thinking about a time that I got embarrassed that I should talk about this in therapy as well. It was I was in a meeting and I didn't know that the expectation was that I was going to be leading a portion of the meeting. Mm -hmm. Then I like very quickly like passed it off (laughs) to somebody else to kind of go through it. And then I just like added it and that was more comfortable. But just that action of being like, oh, you can you can go ahead and talk about it and I'll just pop in or whatever. Like I could feel myself getting so hot and then I'm really self-conscious about whether or not my face is getting red or not. Cause sometimes it does get red. And then sometimes I've been in situations where I feel I am getting, it feels like it's red. I am, but then I look and it's not. That happens to me too. Both of those things. Like I get really red and honestly it's the same. Like if I'm drinking wine, like sometimes Mm -hmm. when I drink wine, my face gets really red, but sometimes I feel hot, but like I'm not actually red. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. That is Um, really weird. Was it the, was it the fact that you were unprepared or was it the fact that you were like having to lean on somebody else to like help you? It was the, I think it was the fact that I had, because I hate public speaking not in front of kids. That's fine. I can do that. But in a room of adults, I get just so self-conscious about how I'm talking and if I'm explaining things correctly and all of that stuff. And so because I had like no, I didn't prep myself mentally at all about mm-hmm. that I was going to have to talk a lot in the meeting. And so then when it just got thrown on me, I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, but then I can like very comfortably like pop in and out and like ask questions. And like, I feel totally fine doing that, but I don't like to be the person that is explaining a bunch of stuff before we ask questions if I'm not prepared to do so if I like haven't thought about like what I might say or how I would say it or anything like that it's funny how much of a difference it makes when you mentally prepare yourself for something Mm -hmm. like truly it makes a huge difference when you're able to mentally prepare for something or you have it sprung on you yeah I agree so I would say embarrassment that's definitely a good one I would say probably the one I'm most scared of is like maybe just discomfort. Like I'm so scared Mm. of being uncomfortable that it keeps me from, you know, I mean, we've talked about this a million times with like conflict or whatever. Like I'm so scared of that feeling of like being uncomfortable and not knowing how somebody's going to react to something I say or what like the consequences might be or something like all of that discomfort makes, uh, makes me afraid. That's crazy. I don't think I've ever thought about it. And maybe you said this and I just didn't internalize it, but I've never thought about it as you being uncomfortable with discomfort. Like I didn't know (laughs) that that was the problem. I thought it was like the actual confrontation, which is crazy because like, do you, do you have trouble with discomfort in other situations? Like, are you holding yourself back from doing certain things because you're uncomfortable? 
I think sometimes, like, there are definitely times, like, in salon or maybe just social settings in general where I think of something and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll say this. And then I get uncomfortable thinking about if it will be received well or not. Mm. That's so fascinating. Maybe we should, I feel like we could do a whole episode on this because I think that getting comfortable with the feeling of discomfort is like a huge life hack. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can ever get like fully comfortable with it maybe, sure. but being able to tolerate that, I think we've kind of talked about this a little bit in our last Like Hearts Club, but like the nervous system regulation part, I feel like mm-hmm. being able to hold those feelings and like not freak out is yeah. a huge life hack. Well, in in just like us talking about this, I'm like, oh, it would be interesting if I could start to discern the difference between discomfort and anxiety because maybe they're not always the same, but I'm tying them together. Yeah, that's probably really true because discomfort is like happening in the moment and anxiety is like maybe this it might be a similar sensation I think too Mm -hmm. it would be interesting for you to see like what the difference like how it feels Mm -hmm. in your body but like maybe anxiety is discomfort about future events that haven't happened yet yeah yeah so fascinating yeah that's interesting I hadn't thought about it in this way see this is why we love the pod this is why we do this (laughs) (laughs) just learning things and that is one way that being scared helps you grow, right? As our, yeah. as our next question is, how does this, how has that emotion like helped in the past? And I feel like one, talking about it is helpful, helps you yeah. grow and navigate the all the different feelings. Because I don't know that being scared is like a primary emotion. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's wrong. I don't know. It's like, what is under it? Is that more of a secondary emotion? I think what's under being scared is fear of safety, like fear of your mm-hmm. safety, whether that's right. physical safety or cultural acceptance safety. Mm-hmm. So it probably is a primary emotion, but yeah. maybe not as much anymore as it used to be. Like, you know, we're not hunting and gathering for our food and all of that type of stuff. Anymore, right. Well, so. I mean, it's hard because – would you consider like being scared the same thing as like having fear? Like are those synonymous, mm. like totally synonymous? Because I personally think that fear is the underlying, maybe not problem, but like I'm, I can't think of a better word. So like problem with just about everything in our society. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. Seven, I actually talk about this a lot. Like a lot that of things come down to fear. Okay, can you give us an example? That's very interesting. Yes. Um, I think that oftentimes political arguments come down to what people are afraid of. So a mm. lot of times conservatives are afraid of having like their hard-earned money taken away, and that's why they don't want sure. taxes to go up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think on the other side, like a lot of liberal people are afraid of having their rights taken away or afraid of people not getting what they need. And so like – Yeah, it's two sides of the same thing. But Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times it comes down to fear. And I think most of our personal issues too, like where you're holding yourself back, probably there's a fear of something, fear of not being accepted, fear of discomfort. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah. But I don't don't necessarily know if I think that like having fear is the same as being scared. I think maybe... I don't know, the scare the scare part feels more of like a physical sensation and less of like a base level thing. 
maybe. Yeah. I don't, I also, don't I feel like when people say they're scared, it all that always seems to me like something lower level. And yeah, like in the moment, like, oh, I'm I'm about to do this thing. I'm kind of scared, or like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm about to watch a movie. I'm scared. Like it just feels like a lot more shallow on the surface yeah. feeling. Whereas like being fearful is like a much deeper rooted sensation. Yeah. And actually, one of the things that I was going to say that I feel like how being scared helps me grow. And I I don't know that it's necessarily being scared. It's like I grow when I force myself into situations sometimes that I'm scared of. Like Mm -hmm. I can grow from those situations, but it's not necessarily the the scary part that's helping me grow. It's like the the stretching. Yeah. The pushing through the being scared and doing Mm -hmm. it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And but it's nice to have that experience of like being scared and then pushing yourself there and you're like, oh, it's normally not even anywhere close to as bad as you thought it was going to be. So that's Yeah. Nice- well, and I think it's just sad. It's extra satisfying. Yeah. Not only did I do this, but I did it and I was afraid. Yeah. And the relief that like follows that when it isn't as scary. It's like mm-hmm. such a lovely feeling. <laughs> Yeah, probably similar to like if you go on a roller coaster and you're afraid at the beginning and then you get off and Mm -hmm. you're like, not only did I do it, but also it was fun. Yeah, I had a great time. I stopped being scared like halfway through. Yeah. Do you like roller coasters? I love roller coasters. I love them. Actually, that's not I wouldn't say a Halloween tradition. I didn't even think about this, but we typically go to Busch Gardens once in the fall. Mm hmm. With Seb's family, like they're a Bush Gardens family. I never had been to Bush Gardens until I met him. And oftentimes we like to go around Halloween because they do a really good job with their Halloween stuff. That's really fun. Mm -hmm. I have only been to Bush Gardens once that I can remember. And our parents took us on a train because they thought that trains were about to like not be a thing anymore. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) And so they wanted us to like have the experience of riding on a train. So we did. And I remember it being really fun. But then we went to Bush Gardens. I really don't remember anything about Bush Bush Gardens other than that we went there on a train. It's so nice. It's like clean and they have good roller coasters. Mm -hmm. The only complaint I have is that their food's not very good. That's it. Is it in Virginia? It is, yeah. And actually, it's near Williamsburg. And so last time, sometime in the last year when we were up there, I had never actually been to downtown Williamsburg, which is very cute. And yeah, I don't think I've ever been there. There is a place that's called the Cheese Shop that is by the same owners as my favorite sandwich place that's in Charlottesville. So we got a sandwich from there. It was delicious. Nice. <laughs> What's the name of that place? It's something that Take they have really good sauce. Yes. Mm-hmm. The house dressing. If you're in Charlottesville, you have to go to Take It Away and get the house dressing, which we're I going. Remember. I'm actually going to Charlottesville in like two weeks. So <laughs> we will be having sandwiches. Do they sell their sauce? They do, which I guess I could try it. I've never tried it jarred, but because I have a like knockoff at home recipe that I make pretty frequently. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I remember maybe a year or two ago when Seb asked me if I had any like present ideas for you, and I was like, if you could f- get take it away flown in, <laughs> I think that'd be a pretty solid present for her. <laughs> what a funny thing! Really, I can't remember if it was your birthday or Christmas or something, but yeah, he was like, "You have any ideas?" And I was like. That's that's my only. This maybe I mean, isn't it's reasonable, but this idea. is my only. <laughs> I would have been very surprised and delighted. Well, maybe he's going to make it happen one of these days. We'll see. Honestly, he's the one that found the cheese shop, so maybe that's what inspired it. He went to look on their website and realized mm. that they had a sister store in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. 
Also, I really enjoyed listening to y'all's parent episode. Just by the Thanks. way. Did you really like fun. his intro? I thought he did a really good job. <laughs> I was hoping he was going to – I was wondering if he would do like a say that he was me and for a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just be like, oh, my voice is really different. <laughs> but I did love his intro. He did a great job. I'm proud of him. It was really fun. Do you have any other spooky things to tell us? I don't think so. I wish we might need to do a spooky episode next year where we get other people to come on and tell us their spooky stories. Because I feel like I know a good amount of people who have some pretty solid spooky stories. Yeah, that's going to be on you because I don't think I have any friends that have super spooky stories. But if you're a friend of mine that hasn't told me a spooky story or maybe I just forgot – Please email us at likeheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on Instagram for a cute post for the spooky episode and also a picture of Delaney next to a giant thing of Reese's. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Bye.